podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi, this is Tony Cotty and you're listening to the We Are West End podcast. You are listening to the We Are West Ham podcast and talk about the business end of the season. I'm Will Pugh and I'm joined by my mate, business partner, colleague, all-round good bloke and huge West Ham fan, James Jones. And the Hammers capped off the Premier League season in a pretty on-brand way, given how they've played out the rest of the league, they lost 2-1 to a relegated Leicester City who would have stayed up were it not for Everton beating Bournemouth at home. The eagle-eared among you, I know I've done that analogy before, I know it's wrong, will have noticed that is pretty much exactly what me and Talk Sports Jake Watson, big Leicester fan, predicted on the podcast last week that Leicester would win but uh, go down anyway because of Bournemouth's inability to get anything at Goodison Park. That is what happened. Pablo Fornells scored a consolation for West Ham of a half, but excuse me, Harvey Barnes and a vout of face had put Leicester 2-0 up at the King Power. It meant that West Ham sort of limped over the line, I think it's fair to say. In the Premier League in 22-23, we finished 14th on 40 points, 6 points and a considerable amount of goal difference above the relegation zone. By no means a cult classic season, but to be fair, it could have been worse. It's basically what we've been predicting for a few months on the podcast. And while we will talk about it on this week's show, I think it's fair to say nobody really cares because West Ham United on the 7th of June in Prague, the capital of Czechia, the former Czech Republic, will play Fiorentina in a bid to become European champions. Forget about the fact it's Europe's tertiary competition in the Conference League. It is beyond exciting for West Ham to be in a final that actual people will be watching. There isn't the Intertoto Cup. That isn't, I think that's about it. That is basically about it. Since I've been alive, West Ham United have only been in one major final. That was the 2006 FA Cup final against Liverpool. We drew, we shared the FA Cup. That's what they should do, Jonesy. They should share mm. the FA Cup just like they do with the Community Shield. I appreciate I'm kicking off with the monologue this week. I will ask how you are in a minute. I'm just trying to get across the gravity of the situation to the listeners, even though we know most of them already are aware just what a big game. Wednesday, the 7th of June in Prague is West Ham v Fiorentina in the Conference League final. That's all I'm thinking about. I know that's all the players are thinking about. That's all the manager's thinking about. That's probably Jonesy, I hope, at least all you're thinking about. There are still a few boring, snorry of uh, members of the anti-Moyes brigade on Twitter using a defeat at Leicester uh, to give a bit more credence to it. Even if David Moyes wins the Conference League with West Ham, he should be sacked. I mean, we will get onto that, maybe, if I can be asked during this episode. But quite frankly, Jonesy, I'm not interested in any negativity at the moment. I'm interested in the fact that West Ham have stayed in the league 
40 points is the benchmark for survival anyway. All right, it's not where we're supposed to be domestically. However, we're in a major European final. And that is all I'm bothered about. That's all I'm excited about. That's all I'm thinking about. It's taking over the way I feel every single day. I think about it in the morning and I think about it before I go to sleep at night. West Ham are going to a Europa Conference League final. Me and you are going to be there. I'm going to get to have some beers with you, your brother, who I like, my dad, loads of my other mates, loads of your mates. It's going to be a big old party, just like it was last season at the Europa League. We're going to the game. Life is good. I am happy. I just signed off from work today before my holiday. I'm going to Malaga for a week before for my mate's wedding. Then I'm flying straight there. What a time, James Jones, to be alive. I mean, you've, you've hit the nail on the head in that in that intro, mate. I don't really know what else to add to that. Um, yeah, cheers. Anyway, and we'll look back <laughs> for the Leicester game now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I, I feel the same. I feel excited. Um, I don't yet feel nervous, but I know that those nerves will surface the nearer we get to the game. Um, this time next week, recording Monday night, this time next week, I will be signing off work myself. We've got a Tuesday afternoon flight over to Prague. Huge. Um, so going to get there with plenty of time to spare explore the city the uh the the night before it all happens and then and then wednesday's the, the big day so um i'm in, just incredibly excited for it all i've i've been excited ever since the final whistle in the second leg um the game against leicester was just completely i was laughing all the way through it just listening to the rest of fans take the mic for for 90 minutes which i, which I enjoyed immensely um but yeah, absolutely buzzing. Just absolutely buzzing. Um, I don't really know what else to add, mate. You've you've nailed it. Um, should we should we sign off there? Should we should we just wait? <laughs> yeah, just say yeah. Let's <laughs> have a massive, and we'll see you next yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Uh, now I tell you what we'll do, Jonesy. I tell you what we'll just we'll, we'll bring the listeners in a bit because we know we've got loads of listeners overseas. Uh, kudos and heads up, respect. To those down under who I'm going to be meeting up with in the summer when we are West Ham go down under for the two preseason games in Perth. We'll chat about that in a minute. But what I will say, James, I think this has sort of contributed to my increasing good mood as well. The sun has finally come out in London, hasn't it? And the UK. I assume it's come out in various St. Edmunds as well, which is your new abode. The sun has finally come out. People are wearing shorts again in London. Me and James Jones have decided to toast another excellent uh, season of the We Are West Ham podcast. Again, those are words that I've chosen. I don't think anyone um, of our listeners or beyond has described as as excellent. But I'm going to say it, Jonesy. We've had another excellent year of content. Mm. We're toasting it, just to bring the listeners in. We're toasting it. I've got a gin and cloudy lemonade. You've got a can of Fosters. I think that really, really <laughs> tells the story about what we're like as people as well, doesn't 100%, it? 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're very different in, 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 in many ways. Yeah. I must admit, though, my um, I've got an excuse uh, because I'm in my girlfriend's vacant flat. She's swanned off to America for two weeks uh, and she lives closer to my work than I do. So I'm in a vacant flat. Me and you said, oh, we'll tell you what, we'll have, we'll have a beer when we do the podcast later. We used to do it, didn't we? Have a couple before we do the live radio show mm. on Love Sport Radio. So we'll have a beer later. I logged on in a bit of a hurry. I was late for a change, and you got a can of Fosters already. Respect, well, but you know, to be fair, mate, it's a bit on brand. We always say I'm going down under and all that. Um, so I've, yeah, no beers. My girlfriend's fish. She's not a beer lover. 
Um, but yeah, also all I could dig out was a dusty old bottle of Hendrix gin and a can of cloudy lemonade in the fridge. Uh, I think do. after this, mate, yeah, if I drink all this too quickly, I might have to have a gin and Coke, which just, which just oh, sounds God. awful. Yeah. yeah. So now me and Jonesy are toasting to another, another season complete on the We Are West Ham podcast and another domestic season complete. It's huge that we've still got Europe to look forward to. The boys have gone off for a warm weather training break in Portugal. West Ham have done that before the final in Prague. Me and Jonesy, not quite as lucky at the moment. I mean, I'm going to Malaga Wednesday, which is good. But the sun is out in London. The sun's going to be out in Spain. And I think the sun is going to be out in Prague too. I think, Jonesy, it's, it's tough. I'm just finding it all a bit tough. I don't. It's like exciting. It's stressful. I'm nervous every day. I, I, I don't really. I, I think the gravity of the situation sort of sinks in a little bit more as the day goes by. And I'm going to one of my best friends' weddings in Malaga. And you know, I, I know he supports Tottenham, so he, he won't listen to this podcast. But the fact that West Ham are in a European final a few days afterwards, to be honest, may take my focus away somewhat. And I am already gearing myself up for the fact that people are literally going to stop talking to me because all I'm going to be talking about for the next week is the fact West Ham and Europe are a Rover Conference League final. And I think I'm going to get more and more nervous about it as the minutes go by. Yeah, I mean, if I don't know how you're going to, you're going to do it, if I'm honest. I, I wouldn't be able to... Going to one holiday, fine, but going to a wedding... But it's basically a holiday. Like, it is, yeah. I'm just, not a groomsman or anything. But it's it's uh, it's going to on holiday with commitments. You've got to go to at, at an event, and it's like an, uh, it's an event before the the only event that actually matters this year. Um, <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah, no, no, no disrespect to your mate, but um, but yeah, I mean, it is the only event that matters this year. Um, like that, that's just fact. I won't have anyone tell me yeah. otherwise. Um, so yeah, I don't know how you're going to do it. It's going to be a tense week for you, um, and then you've got to fly over and, and then sh- straight to straight to Prague and then make up with me. I'll probably be in the pub by the time you land, so I have to let you. Know oh, you I definitely am. will be, mate. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, that's making me tense as well. My flight from Malaga to Prague lands at quarter past three, low on the Wednesday. Time. Yeah, the game oh, kicks yeah. off I'll, at nine. I won't have slept. But I'm just. I'll be, I'll be in like... No, I know, I know, but I'm just nervous because. You only need a couple of hours delay, and that's a quarter past five landing. Ooh. Rush hour traffic, kick off at nine. Do you know what I mean? There's some. Mm. I'm basically going to be anxious and nervous until Declan Rice lifts the Conference League trophy. I, I <laughs> the only time from now until June the eighth where I'm not going to be anxious or nervous is if West Ham are five nil up. <laughs> in the Conference League fighter with 20 minutes or less to go. Even then, oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I might get pens here. If, if I'm honest, I've been thinking about this a lot over the last week or so. I'm not sure I'm emotionally ready for either way. Like, I, I, I genuinely don't think I'm emotionally ready for us to win this competition. I've kind of been quite blasé about it throughout the season. You know, we've, been, we've spoken about it a lot. On the podcast, oh, you know, I imagine if we went and won it, oh, we should be, we, we should be good enough to go and win this. We should go all the way. We should go all the way. And now we're, we've essentially gone all the way, and we're now in the final. And it's like, 
I don't know. I don't think my, my emotions can can take us winning this competition. Like because okay, we had the run last year in Europa League, but but it's 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 still out of the blue for us. We didn't see this coming three years ago that Sunday would be in a European final. Like the FA Cup final, you know, they come around every once in a while. I know we've only had, really had one in our lifetime, but you know, chances are we will make another yeah. one. Well, they you know? they come out around once every thirty six years. <laughs> but uh, the chances are we probably you've got more chance of reaching more FA Cup finals than you have European finals, especially where's that. Um, mm. So you kind of that be like, oh, you know, I hope we win that. That'd be that'd be nice. But the the, the confidence league <clears> side, I don't think I'm ready for this because I have I've not had the chance to. You you need decades to prepare for a moment like this. I think as a West Ham fan, you need um you need like to be able to go. Yeah, okay, one day we're gonna get there. I mean, I know we'll get there, but one day we will get there. This is kind of like, oh, by the way, you're already there. Because it's happened, it's, it feels like it's happened overnight. Yeah. Right. One minute, one minute, three years yeah. ago, we're going, we're going into COVID, and we're worried about going down. We've just reappointed David Moyes, and it's like, oh god, yeah, like, yeah. state of our state of our football club. What we're we doing? Yeah, um, exactly. nothing really surprising anymore. We're probably going to go down. We'll never come up again. It's just going to be rubbish. And then three years later, we're we're ninety minutes away from lifting a European trophy, and it's all a little bit too much for my little heart, if I'm honest, mate. Mm. Um, mm. And win or lose. I know I'm going to be just a complete and utter emotional mess. And I probably will continue partying for about two weeks after. I've already warned work. I've got a flight back on Friday Friday night. But I probably is that when you, I was going to ask you, are you Friday night? A Friday night flight back. Um, I've then got to go yeah. to a wedding on a Saturday. Um, and then I've got Sunday just to chill. And then I'm back to work on the Monday. But I've already said to work, chances are I might be back until maybe the following Thursday. Give me a, give me a chance. <laughs> um, win or lose. Win. Win, or, win or lose, because I'm going to be an absolute mess. Um, but yeah, uh, I just don't I'm, I'm, less, I'm less. I'm less prepared for a defeat, to be honest. I'm much less prepared for a defeat. Like, uh, How yeah. though? Because we, you, you should be used to defeat. At this stage, no, know. no, 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 no. I'm not used to it. I'm ground down by it. But I'm right. ground down. I'm bored of it. Like, and and I think now we've had the taste of the last two seasons, mate. The other night, I might have said this on the podcast already. The other night, and I got back and got in bed on my own, and I watched. Every single, like the extended highlights of every single knockout stage from last year's Europa League, and I cried again. Right? It it was the most amazing thing I've ever done. <laughs> it, it, genuinely, and I, you'll have had this, right? You'll have definitely had this. And you've got married to Lucy, right? And I've been trying to explain to my new girlfriend. It's been like seven, six or seven months, right? Um, and I, I, you've got to be a bit careful, haven't you? When I'm, and I'll put it for, to her. I'm like, right. Leon away, me, my dad, Jonesy, Jonesy's brother, met a load of people during the day in a pub. And I'm like, one of the best days of my life. Don't forget, always dad from in between us with us as well. In the you? back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, big David Shaw, yeah, close personal friend of ours these days, yeah. yeah. Honestly, though, and I'm like, one of the best days of my life. And she's like, and you know, she's like, oh, what about when we met? 
And I, I honestly, man, absolutely sensational answer for this. I went, well, that's different, isn't it? That's different because the difference is when I met you, I didn't re- realize at the time that it was one of the best days of my life. Whereas with West Ham, when they're winning away in a European quarterfinal, you know in the moment it's their day. So it's like they kind of both are, but it's different because with when I met you, I only realised now it was the best day of my life. Do you know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't know you'd done a smooth talker, mate. But she's got a point, to be fair. Well, A, that's offensive. B, why has she got a point? <laughs> well, I'm literally the host of this podcast and you're saying I'm not a smooth talker. <laughs> well, in, in a romantic sense, in a romantic sense, because to be fair, it is quite impressive that you talked your way out of that one. What have you? What do you say to Lucian Harrison then, when she well, asked if Leon away was the best day of your life? I'll just insist that it is. It was. But you, <laughs> but you, like you're right though. It, they are two very different things. Um, Leon hmm. was the best day of my life as a West Ham supporter, supporting West Ham, going to West Ham. Yeah, you supported West Ham on your wedding day, mate, and when Harrison was I born? I did, I did, but you know what I mean? Yeah, but West Ham weren't playing on my wedding day, um, although there was, a risk, <laughs> there was a risk, actually. There was a risk that West Ham's last game at um, Upton Park was going to land on my wedding day. Mate, um, that would not go into your own wedding, wouldn't it? And then there was the risk, because that year we had a FA Cup run, and there was the risk, because the following day, the day after, was the FA Cup final, because we got mm. married on a Friday. Yeah. Um, I think it was a Friday, and um, then there was the risk oh. that, <laughs> and then there was the risk <laughs> that because we were we were, yeah actually we were flying out for the honeymoon on the Sunday, so we had a day in between, and I was like, there is a chance, loose that our first full day as a married couple, I might be going to Wembley to watch West Ham in the FA Cup final because <laughs> I wouldn't have to go. I'm not missing that, and she was yeah. like, absolutely not. You can't do that. Um, yeah. uh, and thankfully my, buzzing when we went out <laughs> yeah I was kind of like, I was I was gutted but low key buzzing because it was just another problem I didn't have to worry about then it was like oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Start, I can start I can start married life off on the right foot this time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not going to be one of the world record shortest marriages <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> yeah beautiful now nah, listen mate that I you know uh, so my po- get back to my point I watched all the Europa uh, Europa League games uh, extended highlights, cried. I loved it. Like it's, it's never been this. That's why I'm not prepared for a defeat because I've tasted joy. And I'm telling you this: the joy we will experience if West Ham win in Prague, because of the nature of our experience supporting West Ham since we've been born in the early '90s and late '80s. Is that it means that if we win in Prague, we, the the level of joy and the intensity of the joy will be so much more than any Liverpool fan experience when they won the league the other year, than when any Man City fan experience when they won the Premier League last year. When winning trophies is part of your experience of supporting clubs, that's when you get to the level where you're like moaning if you only win the Europa League. I'm telling you. If West Ham win the Conference League in Prague, I'm ready for that. I will have an emotional breakdown like you, but I'm ready for it. I'm ready to be happy for a solid six months just on the strength of West Ham winning the Conference League. I am ready for whatever else happens in my life, to, if something stressful happens, to just sit down on the sofa and go, it's all right though. 
because remember Prague, right? Mm. When we won the Conference League and lifted a trophy. Like the joy I felt, even just watching back the highlights from last year when we didn't even win, we didn't even get to the final, we got to the semi final. And the joy I felt in that and remembering all the memories. And mate, it was ecstasy in Leon, wasn't it? And that was a quarter final. Mm. Imagine me and you, your brother, my dad, lots of other people we like out in Prague after West Ham have won a European trophy. I'm ready for that. I am not ready knowing how good joy tastes. Thanks to last season. I'm not ready to have that so close and then to have it ripped away from whatever reason. I'm not ready for that. I, I, mate, I, I can't disagree with you again, to be fair. Um, you bang on. My brother and I had a conversation before the Euro final at Wembley, England, Italy. Um, we were saying before, all, all we're really asking for is a moment. Is a moment in the game where yeah. we can we can feel just pure elation and pure like, like and we're talking a goal that means something, not a consolation. Yeah. We're talking a goal that means yeah. something. And I feel the same with this. Like I'd, I, I'm not ready for. A, Don't say that. Defeat that makes you or, feel horrible. I'm not. I'm not ready for a defeat or winning it. Like I haven't kind of. I'm, I'm, I've not convinced myself that we're going to win. I'm convinced myself we're going to lose. But either way, like if if all I want, all I want is to be able to celebrate intensely because we've scored a goal that means something in in that ninety minutes. Yeah, I I want that moment. We had we had that moment at, um, in the FA Cup final in two thousand six, three yeah. times, three of them. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, it, end, it ended in defeat in the worst possible way. Um, but I want that. I wasn't at the FA Cup final in two thousand six. I'm gonna. Oh, I was. I remember. I remember the celebration. Now it's it burned yeah. into my mind. The I'm look gonna be on my in dad's Prague. face. Yeah, I'm going to be in Prague. I'm going to be in that stadium with five thousand other West Ham fans. Yeah, and I want us to have that moment because this is what getting to a final is all about. It's getting to a final having that moment and if, if you know it's what being a football fan's about mate better. exactly and like yeah that's all I want and I know that we, we said that intensely before the Euro final we got it in the third minute through Luke Shaw um, and I just want I want that again I just want that, that those celebrations in that final in the Euro, Euro final I, I've not been involved in celebrations like it Leon comes close but the Euro <laughs> final was was up there um, and that, that that again is also because no one expected England to get the Euro final, and then suddenly we're there and we're one oh, up. It's like three minutes at Wembley, and it's like what what has gone on? Um, so that's what I want. So obviously I want us to win it. Of course I want us to win it. And I, like I said, I don't think I'm emotionally ready for us winning it. Um, but I'll get through it somehow. I, I, somehow yeah. I'll get through it. But um, yeah, I just want. I just want to. <laughs> I'm struggling it. listening to you say all that. I'm struggling listening to you saying all that, honestly, because you saying I just want to celebrate goal suggests to me that no. if we score, they equalise and then we lose on pens. I'm not ready for that, mate. I'm no, not no, ready no, for no. Don't don't mistake that for me going. Well, then if we go on and lose, I'll, I'll, it'll be okay because we had that moment. That, that's not what I'm saying. Mm. All I'm saying is that I want that. I want that opportunity in a, in a European final. I get it. Celebrate come if we win. Mean something. Sorry. 
But that will come if we win. I get it. Of course, but that of will course, come if we of win. course, of course. I just, I just, that's all I want. That's all I want. I just want to, like, us to go one nil up early or something, or something mental like that, or even a last minute winner would be just ridiculous. That's where my emotions. I don't think I, I, I won't leave. I won't leave the stadium on, on two feet. Um, yeah. That's all. I, I just, I, I, I'm lost for words, mate. I'm just thinking about it now, and it's making me feel emotional. How emotional mm. I could get in a week's time. It's making me feel emotional just thinking about getting emotional. It's just ridiculous. I'm a complete mess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too, mate. Me too. It's mad. It is absolutely mad. But um, look, I mean, we're not even through the intro yet. But let's just remind everyone that if you so you can follow us on social media, you get us on Twitter at we are underscore West Ham. Gets or on our personal accounts. I'm at William Pugh underscore James is at by James Jones on Twitter. And gets on Instagram, West Ham Pod. Loads of you get us on there and you follow us, our personal accounts and the podcast account, all the messages. We see all of those. It's great. All of you getting in touch. You can get us on Facebook as well. Um, we're not so good with the Facebook messages, but you can follow us on the page if you want. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel. That'd be really handy, actually, because we've got um, the subscriber numbers. Thanks in no small part to James Jones's efforts have been growing exponentially. Um, and we're edging close to a thousand, which is nowhere near the amount of people who download this podcast every week. But it would be a, uh, a little milestone and a little achievement for me and James if you're able to subscribe to the YouTube channel and get us over that 1,000 subscriber mark as well. Like I say, massive kudos to James. He's done a great job on the YouTube channel this year. So if you fancy it, uh, you can actually get us on TikTok. This was a new revelation to me the other day. I forgot we set up the account ages ago. Jonesy has been uh, all over that as well. He's an absolute the power house in the background on the social so you can get us on tiktok as well um we've actually got more followers on tiktok jonesy than we have youtube subscribers um mm. your video that you put up the other day of me and jake doing the opposition view got about ten thousand views so well played on that uh, so yeah follow us on youtube uh tiktok as well and don't forget as well you can buy me and james a pint if you so wish at buymeacoffee.com slash we are west ham load of you have done that recently we really appreciate it alan hicks bought three beers which is 15 quid into mine and James's whip for Prague. He said, Alan Hicks, this is said, hi, gents. With the season coming to its hopefully successful climax, I just wanted to thank you for another year of wonderful content. The blue light glasses and gout management advice have been worth listening to on their own. Have a drink on me whilst you're both in, both in Prague. Thanks again, Alan. So, yeah, like I said, that 15 quid from Alan for those three pints will go into the Prague kitty. Don't you worry about it. Danny Thomayer also bought three pints for me and Jonesy. And Danny got in touch, James, on the emails as well. He's a US-based fan. He said, advice for cheering West Ham in at the soccer tournament. I overlooked the fact he called it soccer because he bought us three <laughs> pints. He said, hello, lads. Love the pod and hearing the amazing West Ham commentary. I've been a big West Ham fan living in the US for roughly 20 years and have always dreamed of going to a game. I was unable to when the team came for friendlies a few years back and both times I visited London, West Ham are away. When I saw the news, West Ham are sending the team to compete in 
the soccer tournament. He said it again. I booked flights and bought tickets for all the sessions so I can cheer on some of my favourite hammers. I wanted to do my best to bring a little bit of the home crowd energy and wanted to see if you had any advice on cheers slash chants. Watching on TV, I recognise and join in whenever I hear I'm Forever Blowing Bubbles or your podcast entrance of Come On You Irons. But I'm uncertain of when to start them. Any advice you have or recommendations for additional chance, I'll gladly appreciate. Love listening to you. Enjoy Prague, Australia, and and as always, West Ham are massive. That's from Danny Thomayer. So thanks for the beers, Danny. Buymeacoffee.com slash we are West Ham. If you fancy chipping in, to mine and James's Prague whip, just to say thanks for all the content this season, as a few of you have done. So, Jonesy, before we move on, don't forget, by the way, just as Danny did, you can email us if you so wish at buy me uh, no, not buy me coffee uh, at wearewestampod at gmail.com. Uh, Jonesy, any advice for Danny there? Uh, going over to the tournament that our Dave Shaw, or also known as Jay's dad from the Inbetweeners, helped to promote on the West Ham tour. Um, he's going over to the States for that tournament. I think Anton Fernand, Marlon Harewood, a few of the old legends are playing over there. Uh, wants to start some chants. Any advice on that front? Well, I actually emailed him back uh, and said, "Don't ever think it. Don't don't overthink it. Otherwise, it obviously it won't be a, it won't be natural." Love it, and you tend to, you tend to get natural natural atmospheres where obviously when the team's playing well, you know, naturally the fans want to sing. And, um, so I, I wouldn't overthink it. I'd just go out there, enjoy yourself. You you, you naturally know when when the time's right to start a song off. But if there's going to be plenty of fans there, which I think there, there'll be quite a few over there, I think so. Chances are you won't need to because there'll be others there doing it for you, and you can just get involved and, and, and join in. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Like that advice. Uh, look, Jonesy, absolute nightmare on the old connection so far. It's taken us about 45 minutes to record, about 10 minutes of content. So I think we've got over the emotion that we're feeling at the moment, how nervous and excited we are. Uh, we've done some housekeeping so far. What we do have to do, though, is look back to that Leicester defeat, the last game of the Premier League season. I think a Premier League season, which probably the majority of fans would be glad to see behind us. I don't think it's quite as bad as some are making out, but definitely not as good as it could have been. And we don't want to make it a regular thing, finishing 14th. The highest we reached across the season was 10th. We weren't above 10th at any point this season. I think we were only 10th for one week. So not great. Signed it off in pretty typical fashion. But let's be honest, no one is going to remember 2022-23 for finishing 14th if we go on and win the Europa Conference League in Prague. However, we will look back ahead. Uh, sorry, we'll look back, excuse me, to that Leicester defeat next before looking ahead to the final in Prague. We'll do an opposition view next week in the build-up to the game. Then you'll have some final thoughts and a sign-off from me and Jonesy as always. Leicester. Two West Ham one foxes go down. We'll look back to that next. Well, then, Jonesy, it's our last Premier League game of the season. Once the Europa Conference League final is done, we will do our usual end of season review podcast. Thinking potentially doing that in Prague on Friday with a few beers during the day, that'll make some nice video content and some nice podcast content indeed what we should do actually mate we haven't really thought of this yet but if any listeners to the podcast are out in prague and fancy coming to meet us for a beer perhaps we could do that on friday yeah. we'll 
we'll rock up in a pub somewhere, do our end of season review, our post-match analysis, all that sort of stuff. If anyone who listens is heading out there and fancies coming along for a pint just to watch us record and chat bollocks, uh, excuse me, the swearing there, <laughs> then, uh, yeah, they're more than welcome to. As you can see, me and Josie put lots of thought and planning into these things, so that's not at all just an ad hoc plan thought about within 10 days of the tournament. But, Jonesy, look, try if you can for two seconds to forget about the fact that we're playing Fiorentina in the Europa Conference League final on Wednesday, the 7th of June in Prague. And focus, if you will, on the fact that we lost to a Leicester City team away who, to be fair to them, weren't already relegated before the game. They needed a win to give themselves a chance of staying up. Bournemouth couldn't do anything at Everton. Everton beat them 1-0, which means they stayed up at Leicester expense. Leicester went down. Harvey Barnes got the opener on 34 minutes. Vout face with the header made it 2-0 on 62. Pablo Fornell struck back with a decent finish, but it wasn't to be at the King Power. What are your thoughts? It means West Ham finished 14th. Where did you feel? What do you feel now? Uh, feel indifferent to it all. Um, like, <laughs> it was, it, it, uh, I can't remember the last time. I actually had absolutely no care whatsoever for a West Ham game, let alone a defeat or like just like whatever. Um, interestingly, though, I've seen some comments after on social media about saying it was a, an unacceptable performance, regardless of what's to come next week. And I didn't, I didn't think we played that bad. I, 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 it wasn't, it, was, it wasn't a terrible performance. Um, thought, draw wouldn't have been a travesty, would it? No, I think a draw probably would have been would have been fair. Uh, Leicester were always going to be going at us. I thought we handled that pretty well. Like you could tell, though, that some of the players were they they were they were wary of going under, under mile an hour, hundred percent. Like they they know they they knew they've got this warm weather training trip. They they know they got cup final coming up. I think you can forgive them for not being hundred percent up for it and, and raring to go when they know that to them the game's meaningless. Um, for the sake of being professional, they've still got to give some kind of effort. Which um, they did, I would argue. Which they did. Um, which they did. It was it was obvious that they did. Um, but it was also obvious that they weren't hundred percent at the races, and you can forgive them for that. But I, um, I, th- I thought Moyes was probably overdoing it when he said that we played very very well. I think he was he was very complimentary of the performance. Um, the, the our issue, which has been their issue all season, particularly in the league. Like final third still looks relatively clueless, which is a little bit of a worry. Mm. Um, Ben Rama at the post in the second half, um, but other than that, it was all like we'd get the ball and we'd, we'd go down either flank or go through the middle, and then it kind of all just fizzled out again. Like it was just mm. like all, all season, it's been like that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I thought it was an okay performance, it was more entertaining. I was watching it on, on my iPad in the garden, listening to one of them the, tabs again, was it? No, no, no. So uh, on on the uh, Sky Go, I watched it legally this time, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, listen to the, the the West Ham fans just take the mick out of Leicester for for ninety minutes, which I, I enjoyed immensely. To be fair, say hello to Millwall, was it? Yeah, say hello to Millwall, and they were they were do, doing the, uh, the the the, uh, the the goal music. Um, <laughs> taking the mick out of them and. Um, Stuff like that, and then singing like sort of we're going to Prague, we're going to Prague, and 
Um, there's me in the garden singing along as well. So that was the most entertaining part of the game, to be honest. Uh, the, the, yeah, yeah. the game was, um, yeah. And then in the end, didn't matter that we'd lost the, the Leicester one because they still went down anyway. So yeah, yeah, yeah it might as well give us the three points. Right, yeah, it might as well. Yeah, give yeah, some yeah, men yeah. going into the final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, one thing I will say, Jonesy, right, with the old Premier League stuff, West Ham finishing fourteenth. I did a little study the other day, uh, which is probably, I'm going to be frank, the most prep I've done for this podcast in a very long time. And I had a look back at the 2020, sorry, to every single season. This is our 23rd season since the year 2000, right? And I'll be honest, finishing 14th in the Premier League is about smack bang in the middle if not actually in the top half of our league finishes since the 2000 season, it's almost bang average. Like obviously we had the, we've had three seasons in the championship. We've had the relegations to get us to the championship. A fair old handful of seasons where we finished below 14th and been touch and go for going down. And then of course we've had a few where, which have been brilliant, which we all remember but you could sort of only count them on one hand. We've had a couple of ninths and tenths as well that have been decent, that you've you know, pr- pr- probably fairly forgettable seasons, but not total disasters. So I know it hasn't been good, but it also, contrary to popular belief, hasn't been proper bad. And it basically was just a study of seasons I can remember, i.e. like when I started watching football. West West Ham, sorry, and uh, and it probably realistically was you know like the the mid to late nineties that I first started going to games. Um, you know, I was four. Nineteen ninety seven was my first game, but you know when you're sort of a bit more aware and you start remembering, you go a bit more often. It was probably about the year two thousand, and it's just like smack bang in the middle of like all of those seasons. However, all of those other seasons had early departures from the FA Cup. Like all the other average to crap seasons had early departures from the FA Cup, embarrassing League Cup defeats. They None of them had runs to European finals because we hadn't, haven't had one of them for 47 years. And whilst I get to the end of the Premier League season, I go, yeah, that wasn't great. That's That's as strong as I can go with it. It wasn't great. But it also wasn't like a complete travesty because trust me, I've seen, so have you, James, I've seen complete travesty seasons. I've seen those. This was not one of those. It wasn't very nice. It wasn't great. But we went out the FA Cup away to Man United where we were very unlucky. And if it wasn't for Mikel Antonio, we would have gone through. We went out the League Cup was probably the most embarrassing one to Blackburn at home, but that's on penalties. So that's probably you go uh, there. And we've done about bang average for in our Premier League performance for this millennium. And then we've got to a final of a European competition, which we haven't done for 47 years. And people will go, oh, well, you should do that. You should do that. Well, I'm sorry, but it's so easy to say. And football fans like that will never be pleased. Because if you just think that it's just easy to beat these teams, you should beat. Like in the Conference League, the worst game we've had was Ghent away in the knockout stage. We drew and then wiped the floor of them in the return leg. We've been exceptional in this tournament and we could win it. 
And I, I just find the I, I'd still take another season like this over quite frankly, the majority, not the vast majority, but like the stats will tell you if I looked back at all those seasons, which I did, and I got to pick seasons, this one would quite comfortably finish in the top half of all the seasons I ever remember. Quite comfortably. And frankly, if we win the Conference League next week, it's like the, it, it, it's the best one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm not surprised by that, actually, because I think, I think, uh, in our, pro- if you take all of our Premier League seasons, I think our average f- uh, position is twelfth, maybe eleventh, eleventh yeah. or twelfth. So but some of the seasons we've been in the Championship, we've only been in the Prem, have we? For some yeah. of them, yeah. But I mean, like only if you only count Premier League seasons. So yeah, yeah, you're right. Only yeah. count. I think it's what this is our twenty seventh Premier League season. Yeah. Um, and I think our average position is twelfth or like eleven point eight or something ridiculous no. like that. Um, so yeah, it has been. Maybe just below average for us, yeah. um, but you're right. We've, we've made a European with a final. huge bonus. Yeah, we've, we've made a European final, and I've had this debate in in comment sections underneath that video of you and Jake this week. Yeah, um, knew it would annoy Arsenal fans, hence the reason why I put it out. And um, a lot of Arsenal fans going, "Oh, yeah, uh, it's not an achievement you get into a final of, of that competition." It's like. No, well, it is because yeah. you play in competitions to win trophies. Yeah. Um, so winning trophies is far better than finishing second in the Premier League. I don't care whether your prize is the Champions League because you're not yeah. going to win that. No, quite. Um, Arsenal yeah. aren't going to win the Champions League next season. It's just not going to happen. No. They couldn't even um, win the Europa League this year, mate. They couldn't even win the Europa League this year. Um, someone said, oh, well, Tottenham, um, Tottenham um, rigged rigged their their uh, their last time in the Conference League was last season so that they could get into the top four and get into the Champions League. I was like, yeah, but Tottenham have notoriously not still not won a trophy in God yeah. knows how many years, decades. Yeah. Um, and everyone takes the mick out of them for that. And now you're defending... Jose Mourinho for, Roma won that trophy. Yeah, you're now, now you're defending Tottenham, Tottenham for deliberately getting knocked out of a tournament so yeah. they could qualify for another tournament that they're not going to win. That they didn't even come close to winning. And therefore, therefore, fans are still going to take the mick out of Tottenham for still not winning yeah. the trophy. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So give me trophies, give me silverware over league, uh, f- uh, finishing um, fifth and sixth um, yeah. every season. Yes, we went into this season with ambitions of continuously finishing in the top six, top seven in the Premier League because we've had two yeah. seasons of that. And we were getting a little bit used to it. We were enjoying that and quite rightly so. Um, that's why there's... A lot of fans have been quite disappointed this season, and 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 feel it, it might feel right to some fans that it's it's a lot worse than what it actually is because we've had these two great seasons before it, sixth hmm. and seventh. Really but like it isn't that corner. bad, mate. Yeah, okay, we dropped down to fourteenth, but that's been caveated by the fact that we're now in the European final. Definitely, and if we win that, we get the exact same prize as if we were to finish fifth or sixth this season. It's the exact exactly. same prize. Someone exactly. said in the comment section to that video, yeah, yeah, but you don't earn enough money. I don't care about the money. I'm not going out and spending it. It's not my money. No. I don't care. I, I, no. I, I, so you, you hope the club would, would invest it in the right way. Hmm. But how much prize money the club gets for winning the Europa League, uh, winning the Conference League over finishing fifth and sixth and getting the same prize is completely irrelevant to football fans. It should be completely irrelevant to football fans. Hmm. The only thing that's relevant to football fans, real football fans, real football fans, is silverware. 
that's why we play. That's why yeah. we support our, our football clubs. That's why we love football. Um, that's all we want our teams to do is win silverware. Now, some fans of some clubs uh, are lucky enough. Um, some are lucky. Some have picked. Uh, have deliberately yeah, picked teams. Glory hunters, yeah. Um, to see their team win trophies every single season or every other season. Um, whereas we, West Ham fans, been 40-odd 40, 40 years, 43 years since we last saw our team win a, a trophy that isn't the playoff final, that isn't the Intertoto Cup. Um, so finishing 14th in exchange for us winning this trophy, we could have finished 19th, uh, oh no, Hang on, let me get me back. Yeah, all right, mate. 17th, 17th, 17th. Because we finished 17th and still won it, and I would not have cared. I would not have cared. Um, mate, if we if we get to the, if we win and get to the Europa League next year, I will snap your arm off for finishing 17th next season and winning the Europa League. Like, the whole point of all of this stuff, and if you're saying, you, you know, fans say, I want to do well in the league, if they're saying that, the reason they want to do well in the league is to finish high up, and the prize for that is to qualify for these competitions, right? If if we achieve that by winning the Conference League, arguably, I would suggest a slightly easier way of qualifying for the Europa League, I would 100%, suggest. 100%. Yeah. yeah. So if we achieve the same prize but the slightly easier way of doing it, which also gets us a way more, I'll be honest, a way more exciting way of doing it because you get to see us in a final and lift the cup. If we get to do that, like if someone said to you, James, right, you qualify for the um, Europa League next year. Well, no, sorry, if someone said to you this year, you'll qualify for the Europa League next season. Would you like to do that? by winning the conference league or would you like to do it by finishing sixth what would you have said the conference league all day long okay now actually because i've sort of questioned my own thought as i was saying that if someone said to you if west like west ham win the conference league amazing brilliant get to the europa league if someone said you can qualify for the champions league next year you can either do that by winning the europa league or finishing fourth what would you say so that, say that again. If someone said to you now, right, or no, the day after we've beaten Fiorentina in the Conference League final, right, so we're in the Europa League next year, if someone said, right, James, next season, the 23-24 season, you will qualify for the Champions League, West Ham. You can either do that by winning the Europa League or finishing fourth in the Premier League. What would you prefer? Winning the Europa League. Yeah, see, that's the first time I sort of question my own argument, really, because finishing fourth would be pretty decent. And I kind yeah, of do understand... But you want the trophy, though, don't you? You want the glory. Finishing yeah. Fourth, finishing fourth's decent. It's like when we finished sixth um, two seasons ago. Yeah. Um, after that great season. Um, it, it was like, it was exciting. It was like, oh, my God. And everyone celebrated. Everyone was like, yeah, great. But the only thing we had was the excitement of then, oh, yeah, we're playing in Europe next season for the first time yeah. in years. Yeah. And then that excitement over the, over the course of the summer just kind of wears off. And then you almost kind of like forget about it a little bit. Yeah. 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 Whereas you win a trophy. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. That's, that's history created. Yeah. In, yeah. in 
15, 20 years' time, no one's going to remember that we finished sixth. Nah, and seventh, and then fourteenth. Yeah, they remember the, They're only yeah. going to remember us winning the Conference League, and then you know the yeah. Europa League, and then you know. That's why I just don't like the, the don't understand the mindset of some fans going. Oh, well, I'd rather finish fourth in, in the Champions League than win, than win the the Conference League or, yeah. or or anything like that. It's like yeah, yeah, but what are you winning? You're not winning anything. No, like, and like, like you said, constantly, those just, are the... constantly, just the only reason why you constantly want your team to finish in the Champions League is because yeah, okay, it's the it's the it's the top European uh, top like club competition in in world football. Um, great, so of course you want to see your team playing it, but then they go, oh yeah, but you earn more money out of it. No, you don't earn more money out of it. Your football no. club earns more money out of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And nine times out of ten, they go and waste it on rubbish players. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, they so just what, pay more for rubbish players. Yeah. What's what's the point? Like, yeah. Surely the only reason why you want you support your football clubs, you want to see them win silverware. Yeah. If no other fan, then you're not a football fan. You're not a agree. football fan if you don't. Totally agree. And no other fan of anyone, like any other club, no one would swap and go, Oh yeah, I'd like to support Tottenham over the last 20 years. The only time they'd say that is go when they got to the Champions League final, those amazing games against Man City and Ajax. Yeah. That is the only time anyone would want to swap with supporting Tottenham. Yeah. Or frankly, Arsenal. Arsenal, all right, they've had a couple of FA Cups thrown in there. So they've sort of done okay. But no one other than that Champions League run would want to swap places with Tottenham. So for the life of me, I cannot understand why I'm still seeing fans slagging off David Moyes. I, I understand it hasn't been good in the Premier League. It hasn't. But his Premier League performances since he still nailed two out of three seasons in his second spell. So he's still 66% positive with a chance of, of, of making that 75% and making it three and four good league seasons next year. Plus he's given us some of the fan, most fantastic or the most fantastic memories of our lives. And yeah, I find it really, really difficult um, to get on board with those people who are still calling for David Moyes' head. And then we what? Realistically, we get a Brendan Rodgers. Like, remember who we are and where we've been for the last 20 years. Like, three good seasons or two and a half good seasons might change some West Ham fans' perceptions of our club. And I get it. We were all promised that we'd have a better club when we moved to London Stadium. I understand that. But to be honest, neutrals, outsiders which includes David Moyes and includes all the managers we've had before, good and bad, and future managers we might have, same as past players and future players. They still look at West Ham as a pretty middling Premier League club. More adventures in Europe, more getting to semi-finals of the Europa League, more getting to finals of the Conference League. That is going to make West Ham a project and a club more appealing to managers and players. I understand Premier League success has to come with that. But trust me, 14th is not that bad. It's not that bad. It hasn't been great. And you hope there'll be improvements next year and it's going to be a big summer again. But it hasn't been that bad. And I honestly think the way it's going with the Conference League, you, you can't, you, you've got to give Moisey another go. Because otherwise, who knows what, what happens? It's very, very feasible that you may be, at best you get Brendan Rodgers. At best, you get Brendan Rodgers and any other name is unproven. You get him in and have another mediocre season, no success in Europe. And all of a sudden, where are we? We're back mediocrity again. And that will taste all the more bitter 
after the past few joyful seasons. I'm telling you, I know it hasn't been good. I don't want people who are listening to think, you know, a part of the anti-Moyes Brigade or whatever, who, who I don't, I'm not saying this season's been good domestically, it hasn't. But I, I just don't think it's been as bad as some people think. But anyway, Jonesy, that's finished. The Premier League season's done. We came 14th. It is what it is. We've still got the finals to look forward to. Let's look forward to that properly, me and you, next. Right, Jonesy, look, we've banged on about this enough. Yeah, you've got dinner to cook. We've been battling with connection issues. Uh, the gin and lemonade and the Fosters have gone long, long, long ago. What we have been bigging up all season, we haven't been doing it enough, actually. That's my fault for not doing that. But uh, quite a while ago, we introduced a thing where you can voice note the podcast. Uh, and Ned, I think, Jonesy, got in touch. Uh, this week, we're looking ahead now to the Europa Conference League final. We'll do a proper opposition view and all that as you used to. Next week, me and Jones will try and get do some content when we're out there. Might struggle a bit before the game, but certainly we'll do some post-match stuff. We'll do a podcast next week with an opposition view. But we have been bigging up the voice notes and encouraging people to do it. The link to how you get in touch via voice note is in the description to the podcast and in our Twitter bio at we are underscore West Ham and Ned got in touch this week. All right, lads. Hope you're both well. Been listening to the podcast since the Love Sport radio days. Absolutely buzzing about the final. But there's one thing I can't get out of my mind, which is Ariola's performance in the penalty shootout against Blackburn. So my question to you, would you sub on Fabianski for a shootout or even start him in the final? Because I literally can't think of anything else and it's doing my head in. Thanks, boys. Keep up the good work. Josie, I did actually reply to to Ned as well. I think you've, I don't know if you've got the reply there or not. It, it gave me palpitations, his message. Uh, have you got my <laughs> I do have it, yeah. I do have it. Yeah, go on, go and play that out. All right, Ned, absolutely sensational question, mate. Uh, I haven't really given it much thought. It's Will here, by the way. But quite honestly, I've been riddled with anxiety about the game as it was anyway. Without you putting that into my head, I don't think my heart can take penalty shootouts. So as I will have probably died from cardiac arrest uh, if we draw the game and it goes to pens, it won't matter to me who's in goal. However, you make a very, very good point. And Jonesy particularly noticed the Areola performance in the shootout. I now you say it, I guess yeah, but I also don't like it when managers do that. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, don't fuck around. You know, when he bought Noble on to take the pen and he was freezing against Man United, I think it was. That fucks up. I don't like strategy and tactics just for penalty shootouts. Uh, and all your question has done is made me nervous and anxious, mate. Um, I'm absolutely buzzing for Prague. What an occasion. And West Ham are going to win 4 0 in normal time, so I won't worry. Great question, Ned. Thanks for listening, uh, especially if you've been a long termer since the Love Sport Radio days. You're a good man. Come here, you eyes. Ned did reply to that. Yeah, go on. Have you got Ned's reply? Yeah. yeah, yeah, go on. Hit me up. All right, mate. Sending this reply from the, the kitchen I work in because I'm a chef. Uh, so sorry, it's a bit noisy. Um, to be honest, I agree with you, mate. Although maybe you'd start Fabianski. This is the kind of thing 
fans of teams who get to finals think about, but we don't because we never do. But anyway, keep up the good work. Have an amazing time in Prague. And um, yeah, come on your irons. We don't because we never do. That is spot on from Ned there. Look, before we we get onto that, Jonesy, we love that from Ned. We have encouraged people to get in touch via voice notes. And yeah, if you want to do that and get stuck in, you can. It makes the podcast a bit better. So go down to the link to SpeakPipe, I think it is, in the description of this pod or in the bio on our Twitter profile. Please get your voice notes in, especially want to hear ahead of the final. Just let us know how you're feeling. Are you excited? Are you nervous? Are you going? Where are you going to be watching it? Who are you going to be watching it with on your own, with all your family? Any of the fan zones that are popping up all over the place? Where in the world? Do us a favour. Get stuck in. Send us some voice notes. That'll make for a really good podcast next week. And we're really looking forward. It's just going to be one big Europa Conference League final preview. So to have some loads of reaction from you guys as well, it'll be great. So go down to the link on our Twitter bio or in the description. Jonesy, Ned says, do you start Fabianski? or bring him on for a shootout. You heard my response to it then. I'm going to ask you for your desired team in a minute for the final. But before we do that, what are your thoughts to to Ned's point there? It's a particularly interesting one with Ariola, particularly given the mistake he was deemed to have made not long ago. I thought that was a bit harsh in the semi-final home leg against Alkmaar. He's been the Europa Conference League goalkeeper. Start me with the, the goalkeeper conundrum. Do you start for the game? Do you sub him Fabianski on for the penalty shoot? And then we'll do your, your, your team that you want to see. I'm glad I wasn't the only one that noticed. Uh, Ariel's <laughs> against Blackburn, to be fair. Um, don't have the wrong way every single time. Really wound me up that night. Um, I, I would, I think you, you have to start Ariola. He's been our goalkeeper for the entire competition. You've got to start him. But I, I wouldn't be against if it does go to a shootout. Please, I hope it doesn't. Um, if it does go to a shootout, I wouldn't be against them making a switch. Just really, I would feel in the penalty shootout purely on the basis of that of that penalty shootout against Blackburn. It's the only evidence I've got. Purely on that, I would feel a lot more comfortable us going into a penalty shootout in a cup final. Um, if Fabianski was in goal, Fabianski has saved um, penalties in the Premier League for us quite often. He saved a few. Yeah, I feel like he is a far better uh, goalkeeper to face a penalty in a penalty shootout than Ariola. That might be unfair on Ariola because you've literally got one penalty shootout as evidence. And I mean, he was in goal for when we beat City as well. We didn't. Save I was just going to say that he didn't right, save him. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I would, I would pick, I would pick Fabianski, but I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't do only that. for the penalty shootout. So only for the penalty shootout, I would play Ariola for the game, um, but I would make the switch if it went to penalties. Yeah, I, I don't think Ariola is bad enough. In fact, lots of fans were calling for him to be number one and wondering why he wasn't number one ahead of Fabianski. So I don't feel particularly nervous when he starts a game. I think he was harshly judged for the Alkmaar one. Uh, So I definitely think start him. And I think that just crushes his morale. I think that destroys his relationship with Moyes and West Ham if you don't start him for the Mm. final when he's got us there. 
on an unbeaten run in a competition. So definitely starting for the game. I hate the gimmickiness, as I said to Ned in the reply, of doing a swap like that um, and doing a sub and bringing Fabianski in. I hate that. So I, I'm really split as a proper 50-50 one. But like I said to Ned, I even thought about the fact that it could actually go to penalties and I will have died but with anxiety <laughs> by that stage. It will be far too much for me to take. Uh, Josie, come on in. Look, we're going to do it all in more detail next week with an opposition view. But what now at this stage do you want the team and the formation to be in Prague? It's such a difficult one. Um, Ariola and goal, uh, Zoom and Aguero at the back. Uh, I think I would have Cresswell at left back, Soufal right back. Yep. Um, it would be Declan Rice and Suchek in midfield with Paqueta as well. I would play four nouns over Ben Rama in this game. Yes! Finally, James Jones sees sense after I've, all these months. I've, I've been thinking about it a lot. amazing. I've been thinking about it a lot. And I, I still rate Ben Rama. I've I, I got a feeling he probably will still start, but I would choose for now. For now, has been in good form. So has Ben Rama, to be fair, but he's picked up a little bit of form. But I think that there's going to be elements of this final where we're going to need to defend and we're going to need our attacking players to be able to contribute to that to that defensive work. And Four Nouns is far better at that than Ben Rama. Ben Rama's been caught out so many times in his defensive play. It's cost us a lot of times. I'm just yeah, thinking, in a game like this... It, when it a, comes to it, he's been it, baiting me all season about Ben Rama. A game of this magnitude um, and what's on the line for us... Um, I would, I would feel, I, I would rather we played four nouns from the start. Yes, um, gives us a little bit more uh, energy um, and a little bit more def- defensive stability. Um, and then on the other side, obviously it's Bowen. Then up front, it would have to be Antonio because Danny Ings hasn't really done it, and is Skamaka still alive? I'm hundred percent sure if he is or not. <laughs> but um, put a few like customary tweets out there just to let West Ham fans know that um, he is still part of the team. He did the lap of honour, didn't he? The final game of the season after decline, neglecting to watch the semi final and watching Roma instead. But yeah, go on then, mate. Carry on. So yeah, that's that's it. That, that's it. Antonio up front with Bowen and Ben Rama. Uh, uh, four now, sorry. So what? Ben Rahm on the brain, you know? Yeah. Um, four nails and um, Baron either side and obviously Paquetta, Suchek and, um, and Deckers in, in midfield. And that's, that, that would be my 11. Yeah. You've been baiting me all season, haven't you? All season about Ben Rama. You're putting the bait out there to me. I've been nibbling almost every time. And when it comes to it, when it's squeaky bum time, you're not interested anymore, no, are you? No, no, listen, listen, oh, actually, listen. Well, I listen. think you're right. Well, no, I think you've unfairly, unfairly criticised him on a number of occasions this season. Um, some of it has been warranted. He is one of the most frustrating players in the world, but he's far better than a lot of people give him credit for. Um, but also, like I said before, also not as good as other people give him credit for. Um, he... He could be. He he has the ability to win the cup for us, a cup final for us. He's got that ability. He's got that talent. Um, he does have flashes of brilliance, um, 
but I think this game in particular, Fiorentina can be the best team we've come up against in this competition this season, which is quite rightly so. It is the final. Of course, yeah, yeah. Um, they beat Roma the other day. 2-1. Two, two last-minute goals. They're one nil down. Lost in the um, Coppa Italia to Inter as well, didn't they? Went 1-0 up and lost 2-1, yeah. Um, so, they're a good side. Yeah, good side. So, we need to be a little bit careful about how we line up and how, like, just our philosophy in, in, in the game and our approach. Yeah. I think you, you need players on that pitch that have the ability to track back and defend in key moments where particularly there's going to be stages for Fiorentina to dominate the ball. I'd like to think there'll be stages where we're going to dominate the ball. Um, but I just think that four now just gives us that little bit extra defensive stability out of possession. Um, positioning as well. He's, he's far better. He's got far better brain on him from a positional sense than, than Ben Rama has. And, that's, that's and, he's, and, he's, so, and he's scored. And he's scored, hasn't he? Two. Yeah. He scored in the semi. He scored, he scored against semi. Lesh at the weekend. He's got a bit of confidence, which is, you know, scored more than Ben Rama has. That goal rate of two goals in, what, three games or whatever. Obviously, didn't score against uh, didn't score against Leeds, did he? Um, yeah, so two goals in three games. Ben Rama can only dream of those sort of attacking stats. And he's good <laughs> off the ball as well. I'm delighted that you have said that. That is the exact same team I would name. The only slight tweak I would make, we talk about whether we play Fabianski. I wouldn't play him in goal. I'd actually play him up front instead of Mikel Antonio. But I don't think... <laughs> I don't think David Moyes is going to do that. Now, nah, let Jonesy, that's my team. That's my team right there. Oh, I, yeah, it's an absolute no-brainer for me. But look, it, it's a hugely exciting time, Jonesy. I didn't tell you earlier on, actually, that um, in the excitement and rush, uh, I told you I was up at Royal Troon playing golf. Um, proper oversight on my part for the semi-final second leg. I had to sneak off into the changing rooms to listen to the last five minutes on the radio as I was booking the flights to Prague. What I've managed to do somehow, um, I don't think it was me who did it. It's booking.com, mate, I'm telling you. Um, I've managed to book the flights for my dad to meet me in Malaga and then me and my dad to fly to Malaga on the day of the game, all fine. And I've somehow, well, again, it's a booking.com issue that I'm in negotiations about at the moment. The flights back I've got, despite picking ones on Saturday, the 10th of June, uh, they've come up as Wednesday the 7th. So at the moment, me and my dad have got flights back an hour after we land in Prague at quarter past four to Stansted. <laughs> uh, so I'm in negotiations about sorting that out at the moment. But we're going to the game, Jonesy. We're going to be in Prague. It's an absolutely thrilling time to be alive, a thrilling time to support West Ham. We'll do it all in more detail. Next week, mate, I think we've got across quite how we feel at the moment. Uh, we'll also do, like I say, perhaps a post and end of season review. There were podcasts we always do every year. Perhaps we'll do that in Park Prague with a few beers. And if anyone uh, who listens to the podcast is going to be out there, fancies coming along and have a few pints, hopefully celebratory ones, that would be good. Uh, we'll put that on Twitter, maybe, Jonesy, uh, a bit close to the time. But look, no need to do final thoughts this week. Not a great deal to look back on other than what we've already spoke about. So we'll do the sign-off in this part, James. You tell me it's the 29th of May at the moment. It's still nine more days until the final in Prague. How do you feel looking back, looking forward, whatever you want to do? Just give me some final thoughts before we sign off. Just excited, mate. Um, 
excitement is all I'm feeling at the moment. That's going to change as we near the game. Um, someone asked me this at work the other day. Said, "You nervous?" And I was like, "Not now, but I think the I think the nerves kick in on the morning on on Wednesday morning. Not when we get there. Obviously, get there Tuesday afternoon. A few beers that night. We'll we'll be out and up, have a bit of dinner. Wednesday morning, you wake up. You know that." you might be in store for some serious, serious memories. Um, memories that will last a lifetime. And even if it doesn't go away, the whole trip is going to be one to remember for, for anyone that's there with a ticket or without a ticket. It's going to be one hell of a, a week for West Ham fans in Prague. So I'm just excited. I just want to get out of there. Um, and then whatever happens, happens after that. But um <laughs> Just um, like I said right at the beginning, I know emotionally it's going to be a complete and utter mess. <laughs> so I'm just trying to just remain as excited as I possibly can for as long as I possibly can before the emotions take over. Yeah, I feel you, mate. I feel you. Listen, good podcast this week. Absolute nightmare with the connection issues. Thank you for your patience, mate. And I just do want to say the Premier League season's come to an end. It's obvious what we're all focusing on. But it's been another belter with you, Jonesy. We had some serious conversations last summer about whether we were going to carry it on. A couple of things in in my own life that meant uh, I might have had to stop. They didn't come to fruition. In the end, you've taken on a huge burden of uh, lots more of the editing, all the social media stuff, all the YouTube stuff. Quite frankly, it's all the invisible stuff that those of you listening probably don't see. You don't you know, we just hear us being stupid every week for, for an hour or two. The recording part, frankly, is, is by far the easiest bit. Jonesy's taken on that load to take it off my shoulders this season. He's done a tremendous, tremendous job. So I want to toast to you, Jonesy. Cheers very much for all your work. You've been outstanding this year. The numbers on the YouTube, the socials, all that sort of stuff's gone up. The listener numbers are as healthy as ever. We love the little community we've built, uh, but honestly, James has done a load of the, the the ugly side of it this year. And it's hard. It takes up a lot of your time. He's got a young family um, and I was struggling with it last year. And yeah, you've been absolutely top draw, mate. So uh, I just wanted to make a point of saying that uh, it's been brilliant without you. I've loved it this season again, even though <laughs> lots of the games have actually been grim. Uh, you know, one of the things I look forward to each and every week doing it. So the fact that we're going to be together again, mate, in Prague next week makes it all worthwhile. We still talk about Leon away on and off the pod all the time. Uh, you know, so the fact that well, you're going to be there, your brother, my dad, lots of our mutual friends, you meet new people again. It's an amazing experience. We've all loved it. Um, so yeah, respect for you for this season, Jonesy. Well played. Uh, thanks to everyone for listening. We know you've, you've got more content coming up the next couple of weeks, but I just wanted to take the time to do this stuff now, really, uh, because the next few weeks is just going to be giddy nervousness, probably, you know, euphoria, a bit of heartbreak. Who knows what we'll do post-match. Um, but it's going to be no time soon. So thanks very much, everyone, for listening. If you've got in touch on the emails, if you've got in touch on social media, on our personal accounts, Instagram, Twitter, at we are underscore West Ham on Twitter. I'm at William Pugh underscore James at by James Jones with We Are West Ham Pod on Instagram. You can get us, just search We Are West Ham Podcast on YouTube as well. Do us a favour, if you listen to this, 
and you've listened all season and you hear me remind you about the the socials or whatever it is um you can leave us a five-star review you can do all that sort of stuff do us a favor go and subscribe to youtube if you go on there and you're like i was for years and you haven't got a youtube account yet it's therefore you can't subscribe it takes two minutes just set up you quickly one with your email address set up a youtube account subscribe to the podcast youtube channel james worked his nuts off for that and it and it does look really good you can get us on tiktok as well but if you're going to do two just uh yeah hit us up uh follow us on twitter and uh yeah subscribe to the youtube channel uh, we're on emails if you so wish at we are westernpod at gmail.com you can buy us a pint and chip into the prague whip me and Josie uh, are going to be having a few beers while we're out there. So if you want to do that, go to buymeacoffee.com slash we are West Ham. And another thing, if you're listening and just like Ned did earlier on in the show, really enjoyed that. Get on the old speak pipe. Send us a voice note. It's one of the biggest games in my lifetime, sporting West Ham, any football game, to be quite honest. I'm sure it is for a lot of you listening. Send us a voice note. Bring it to life. We love reading all your comments and stuff but just send us a voice note it's only a minute and a half max you can do 20 seconds if you want do 36 a minute get stuck in let us know we love hearing from you lot and it's a massive game on the horizon so let us know we'll compile all those we'll listen to them next week in what promises to be an excitement giddiness riddled preview of West Ham's final in Prague which is a mere two days later I'll be recording that from Malaga. James will be doing it from London before he jets off for the Czech capital. Thanks again for listening all season long. If you're old, if you're new, thank you all equally. We love you. We really enjoy you getting involved. It's been a strange, exciting, annoying roller coaster season for West Ham. The Premier League might be done, but let's be honest, the defining factor is not even close. It's nine days, ten days, but nine days by the time you're listening to it, to West Ham face for your team in the Europa Conference League final. You'll hear from me and James once more next week, but for one last time after the Premier League season. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. West Ham United are massive. Up the hammers, and we will see you for a flipping nervous podcast next week. Hi, this is Tony Cotty and you're listening to the We Are West End podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network.